I'd like to read one verse from Psalm 147. It may be that this verse has never been read in a carol service before, but you'll see why. Psalm 147, verse 3. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. Have you ever heard this phrase before? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I looked it up. Apparently that phrase came in the 1960s by one of the close advisors to President Jimmy Carter. I didn't know that. If it ain't broke, don't try and fix it. Well, that might be good for machines, boilers, engines, but it's also used in business. Sometimes in my business life, people would say, we don't want change. If it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. Well, as you do, I looked up in Google on my search engine. I don't know what the algorithms are set for me, but I looked up to see what you get when you put the word broken into Google. Number four on my list was broken record. That's what sometimes people say about their wives, very unkindly, broken record. Somebody that keeps going on and on and on. Maybe that's more applicable to husbands. A broken record that won't stop saying the same thing again and again. That's number four on the list. Number three, broken leg. In an average person's lifetime, we will each break two bones, apparently. I think some people in my family have broken more than that. Broken leg. Number two on the list. Broken planet. Well, that's very popular at the moment, isn't it? Many are speaking about a planet that's broken, insufficient resources, not enough energy, an ocean that's full of plastic, you can go on and on, a broken planet. But you know what's number one on the list? A broken heart. A broken heart. Isn't that interesting? A broken heart. The world's biggest problem is broken hearts. A broken heart you can hardly say about that, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Because there are many broken hearts. I dare say there are some here tonight that have a broken heart. A heart that perhaps was jilted. A marriage that's broken. A family that at Christmas time, the breakages and the fractures from past Christmases come back. People that have nowhere to go at Christmas. People that don't know what to do. They have a broken heart. And they don't know what to do with it. If it isn't broke. Well, it is broke. The human heart is broken. Broken because we're separated from God. And that's the cause of all of our problems. We don't have 
a relationship with God. Never mind climate for a minute, if I'm allowed to say that. The big problem is broken hearts. Our verse says, He healeth, who's that? The Lord heals the broken in heart and binds up their wounds. This is what this message is all about. This is what Christmas is about. It's about the solution to the biggest problem in the world in the form of a baby. But a baby that's the only one that was ever the God and the man, all in one. He didn't stop being God, but he became man. And so through him, this problem of the broken heart can be solved. We have a broken world, don't we? Tonight, two major wars in the world, one that's been bumped off the news by another, and yet there's dozens of other wars that don't hit the news. Some of us saw pictures of a mass funeral in northern India just this week, 87 people buried who were killed, Christians who were martyred and killed for their faith. A broken, broken world. This word in the Bible for broken, it means damaged, fractured, wrecked, ruined, maimed, crushed. What a picture. And I'm not making it up. We all touch this, don't we, every day. Broken lives. You go to the green, not so far from here, just at the top of the high street, and you see evidence of broken lives every day with the smashed bottles and the needles on the pavement, broken, wrecked, maimed, crushed. And I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about us. A broken heart. What does that word mean? It means our inner thoughts, it means the part of us that's the real you, the part of you that nobody can see. It's that voice within that can speak to God and pray to God, or it can hate and despise others, the cause often of a broken heart. Well, why did the Lord Jesus come from heaven? Why have we sung these wonderful hymns with glorious words? Because it's all about the solution, the solution which is a child, the sinless child, the one who became a man and remained as God. The Lord Jesus would say himself these words, Luke 4.18, He sent me to preach the gospel to the brokenhearted. Good news the best news that there ever was. Because this news means you don't need to earn or deserve or pay for the remedy. It will be given to all who ask for it, to all who have broken hearts. Do you know the first step is to feel that you're broken, to acknowledge that you have a broken heart, that your life is not as it should be, as God intended it to be, and as you would want it to be. 
But it can be the first step. You see, that little baby, he wouldn't be broken. Not one of his bones would be broken, but when he went to the cross, he would be wounded so that our wounds could be healed, so that our broken lives could be restored, so that all the past years of damage could be taken away, and so that we can have forgiveness for sin, so that our hearts can be healed. The problem with the human heart is it is broke, and it does need fixing. And tonight, if you don't know what it means to have a heart that is bound up and healed, you need the child that came to Bethlehem, the Lord Jesus Christ. The first step is to feel and to know and to acknowledge that you have a broken heart. But the second is to draw near. This is what Psalm 34 verse 18 says. The Lord is near unto them that are of a broken heart and saves such as be of a contrite spirit. You know, the Lord Jesus never saved a proud man or a proud woman. Somebody that said, I don't need God. I'm okay, thanks. I can cope in life. I can manage with all the breakages. But the person that says, I do need the Lord, I do need healing, I do need my heart being put back together, that's the person that the Lord draws near to. The Lord is near unto those who are of a broken heart. Well, I speak tonight slightly solemnly. Christmas nowadays is all tinsel. It's all drink. It's all feasting. But as those readings have told us this evening, the true meaning of the incarnation is actually about healing and about forgiveness and about hearts that can be bound up because of the love of Christ who was willing to be wounded so that I...